0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Bond Daft Project, a bonus episode here for you. Stephen Barry here, and not with my fellow Bond aficionados. This is an episode that has been split. If you've listened to our previous film catch-up episodes, there was a mention of a special uh, section at the end, which was actually not included, and you've guessed it, this is it. For the uh, Bond Daff Project, we collated and ranked all of the 24 films before No Time to Die was actually released, and now that it has been released and we've been including it in our written reviews and rankings on the site, I thought best to let's have an actual ranking episode where we get the crew together and decide where it fits into the entire Eon-produced Bond saga. So, listen in, enjoy, see where No Time to Die gets ranked. Is it better than Die Another Day? Give it a listen. And before I let you go, i just mentioned this episode starts randomly because obviously there was no intros done because this is a split um, podcast uh, later in the edit. But we do start with a midway in an argument about GoldenEye. Scott has controversial opinions on Pierce Brosnan and unfortunately they do make it into this podcast. Enjoy. What is your hatred for this film? It's just Old Piers I? Brosnan,
1: man. He's just not he's knock cut out for Bond he, Piers Brosnan, he's he's just not got that look in his eye, he's not got that killer look in his eye. Like Piers Brosnan is happy when he's playing the stepdad to Mrs. Doubtfires like kids. Getting a, that, I'm, get,
0: I'm getting a interference sometimes. I don't know if it's your mic or whatever, but I don't know if it's when you're moving or something. It's like a p- p- sound. I don't know what it is. If there's anything you're doing there.
1: It's like, just because I'm so I'm so passionate yeah, about this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <it's> just, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, okay, well, despite your nonsense, uh <laughs> are... non argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we're gonna do, we've now got the full list. Uh through Awesome. Right, so uh I'll read this list out again and then what essentially what we're going to do is we're going to collectively see if we can discuss where No Time To Die fits into this list of 24 films. Number one, Casino Royale. Two, GoldenEye. Three, License To Kill. Four, The Living Daylights. Five, Spy Who Loved Me. Six, Goldfinger. Seven, From Russia With Love. Eight, Honor, Majesty's Secret Service. Nine, Doctor No. Ten, Skyfall. Eleven, Living Like Die. Twelve, No Time To Tomorrow Never Dies. Thirteen, Octopussy. Fourteen, A View To A Kill. Fifteen, Thunderball. 16, Moonraker, 17, Quantum of Solace, 18, For Your Eyes Only, 19, Spectre, 20, The World Is Not Enough, 21, The Man of the Golden Gun, 22, You Only Have Twice, 23, Die Another Day, and 24, Diamonds Are Forever. So Can I go first? Uh, yeah, okay, you could pitch. Where do you think No Time to Die fits? So I
1: think I would put it in between Live and Let Die and Tomorrow Never Dies. Number
0: 12 then. Mm. Uh, it's not. It's more or less around I that. I, I, th- I think. I don't I think, think
1: it's better. I don't think it's better than Skyfall. Um. I don't think it's better than Live and Let Die. But there's an argument where it could be stronger than the rest.
0: I would say it's definitely better than For Ever Dies. So I can. I can see that definitely going no lower than twelve. So it's probably about where Skyfall is for me. I think it makes it just in the top ten, maybe even nine or something. I actually have. It. I think I actually have it. Actually, like seven or something, Gordon. Where do you think it fits?
2: I'm thinking similar to yourself, Steve. I had it personally number twelve in my ranking list, and interestingly enough, um, I did have Lonely like, Die just in front of it and Octopusy right behind it. So, like twelve would be lovely. Yeah, <laughs> this might be a really quick segment, Steve. What do you think? <laughs> I'm actually
3: far higher up the top ten. I think it's round about maybe six or five for me.
0: That's more or less well. what I'm thinking. Like I, that's generally where I have it. Um, it's like after. Cause I think when I did my own ones, it has it fluctuates with Skyfall. I really need to rewatch Skyfall to see how it, it now fits. But when I watched No Time to Die for the second time, in my head I was convinced that is better than Skyfall. See obviously i wasn't
1: involved in the the, the, the rankings right or the, the the sort of bond project but for me if i was if i'm looking at it i'm going if it's just the daniel craig films like for me skyfall is like the i just think it's obviously it's got its flaws right i just think it's like that kind of start to finish well-rounded bond film even the theme song and stuff it's just get everything do i think so for me it's like a if i was just doing it on a daniel craig verse bond or whatever you want to call it i just don't think it's better than skyfall as a film um yeah i i, I just wouldn't put it I, I, I just wouldn't put it above skyfall
0: yeah i mean i can I, I do i think this is where i'm like i think it is definitely in the top 10 no time to die mostly for the the fact that it had the balls to do what it did you know it's a long film it's got an arc james bond goes on an arc in this film and you know there's family involved, there's stakes to this film, like no other, and it obviously has that, well, ending uh, for the character like that.
1: Well, you say that, you say the stakes and stuff, but I'm sorry, I, I, I don't buy that James Bond as a character would put so much on the line for this woman that he's barely known. Like, that, that, that's the bit where I'm kind of like...
0: How do you know it's barely known? You, get, what what from the start of the film, you get the sense they've been a long-term relationship. I know, but it, I know, but you
1: don't see it. it's not it's not on screen. Whereas Skyfall, you've you, obviously I, got Judi Dench and M. You've got that. They, we've seen that kind of build up over over films. Judi Judy Dench's, but so when she is under threat, you're kind of like fuck, Bond. Actually, he, he sees M as like a mum figure. So you kind of see that threat. I'm just thinking. I'm actually with Scott on that. Hmm. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. We. You know, the having the balls to do it. I think obviously the main one is having the balls to blow them into smithereens, or suspected and blow them into smithereens. Um, I just don't, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe that Bond would. You know, there's a scene where Bond's having this conversation, and it's like Saffin doesn't really want to. He just doesn't want this woman to be happy. He doesn't really want to kill her, does he? Safin doesn't really want to kill. Um, what's her name? The He tiled? just doesn't want. No, like her, he just doesn't. One. Yeah, he just doesn't want her to 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 be with anyone. And then Bond just goes, "Well, if that's the case, I'm going to kill everyone in my path to stop this guy." And you're kind of like, "Is that really enough motivation for Bond to think that and do that?" I just don't. I just don't buy it. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Yeah. And Safin as well. I think Remy Malik, amazing actor, so intense, starts so well wasted wasted as a as a bad guy
0: i do think they don't hold up his character throughout the film there's a fantastic sequence i do like i spoke about it on the podcast with him i think the chemistry with leah side do madeline swan is better than the chemistry with daniel craig they put more effort into that because he's kind of it's like a, almost like a love triangle there mm. that scene in, his, in her office when he visits her and he gives her the box, and it's got the mask. Yeah, it's so intense. You know, it's, like, and it's, like, and it, it's the way that the angle is on her face, the change in her demeanour, and she realises what is actually happening is a fantastic sequence, and it's very unbond like It doesn't feel like... And that's where that film, to me, is, is a strength of the, of the film, that it breaks a lot of things, and it just tonally doesn't feel like a lot of the other Bond films, but I like it for that reason, because it feels... Uh, there's something I, I special about it.
1: I don't think you get enough of those moments though. That's what I'm saying. Like I think
0: that that
1: isolated scene is amazing because it's Remy Malik at being him with those fucking eyeballs are so intense. Like he, I don't think this guy blinks. Like <laughs> he just stares. And I think that's amazing and it's so tense. And even the start of this the start of the, the film's amazing. It's like a horror film. It's like, oh, a, it's like yeah. a slasher. You know, it's like properly... Like, I'm really uneasy watching this, but it's amazing. Um, and again, it's that commitment to it. I just don't think they committed to his character. I didn't believe at the end when he's doing this thing. And he... he it's, yeah, I, I just think he was so underused and underdeveloped as a main bad guy. Um, and obviously, obviously, Silva's got his flaws in Skyfall. I just... but. Like, it kind of just seemed to be a, a just more of a believable story where he's been fucked over by M so he's going to, obviously quite elaborate, but he's he's wanting his revenge on M.
0: So, I'm trying to think where I would put it, obviously not with your because I know it's not going to get there because you and Gordon would say it's about 12. I'm trying, I, I'm struggling to see it be- I think I might have it before Goldfinger but maybe now we're speaking about it more I would say goldfinger's probably the more rounded film um and therefore it maybe falls after i I prefer no time to die over on her Majesty's secret service um If,
2: if i look at that top 10 we generally picked our top 10 as films that were well written we looked at how well they were written and how well the plot worked and i think despite you, Steve, um, you, you rated No Time to Die pretty high. Mr McCall, I think, even higher. Um, I think we all kind of agreed, though, that there was a lot of inconsistencies in the plot. And um, I think with the exception of maybe Honor of Majesty's Secret Service, just for the Blofeld and the virus subplot, I think with the exception of that, the top ten there's got pretty strong plots. I don't think No Time to Die does. I think it... I think it's it's a film that feels as if it was written back to front. It feels as though it was decided before anything else, Bond's going to get it in the end, mm. Bond's done, um, and we're looking for a way to make that happen, and obviously changing of writers and all sorts of, you know, difficult things that had to do with making the film affected the production, and I feel like that that shows but for that, like I said, um it, it's still generally high with me for the, the feel of the film. Um and the fact it's pushing the envelope all over the place. I mean it's it's uh it deserves a lot of plaudits for the, the way it brings Bond into new territory we've never seen him before. But I don't know what you think, guys, about that um no, Mr. Right. Saffin's
0: plot. Uh the plot is is the main downfall. The the, the way it's intertwined with closing the specter stuff. After only one film of having Spectre, and they sort of try and find a way. There's now a new organization. So we had Quantum, then we had Spectre, and now we've got Saffin's organization. And three films, uh, they've kind of created new organizations that are just as more cunning and uh, as the as the other. And then I think that they should have. We spoke about it on the podcast. They should have maybe had a way to make Spectre still the main organization, but Saffin as some sort of breakout insurgency within it or something and maybe that I'm might have been a bit more interesting
1: i think there must be i don't know if there is but there must be deleted scenes or unused footage with Safin because even at the end he he says to his like sort of henchmen right there's pe- there's there's people approaching the island there's boats approaching the island they're going to go and do this like sort of arms deal and stuff like that and it just goes nowhere it's, there's nothing. There's no. It's just nothing. Um, and I think if if that was maybe beforehand, and there's more scheming, typical Bond villain, he's talking to these fucking I don't know Russian oligarchs. Or they're going to something like that. Something yeah. Can I almost formulate to the Bond, but but just something that builds a wee bit. You've just not got anything.
0: Yeah, that I, I think, don't. Yeah, I think you mentioned Gordon in the podcast how you didn't believe that Bond had to resolve Saffin's plot. Right there and then. Why did he have yeah. to do that? Why yeah, uh, 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 go uh, safely and then? So sort I of yeah. came up with yeah. a, um, speak to him and get a plan, you know, in place.
1: All, all <laughs> Bond had to do was just phone Safin and go like that. Listen, mate, she's she's never going to be with you, and I quite like her. Right? So can you know what I mean? Like we've all we've all done with like you know crazy exes and stuff like that, and you're kind of going. I mean, you killed her. You killed her mum, Safin She's never going to be with you.
2: Mm. on your bike son you've got, a, aye, you've, aye. got a, you've got you've got this lovely island, you've got lots of money you've got nice, a nice weed garden there with some nice aye. poisonous plants uh, uh, you know what
1: happens, I'm bond I'm a bit of a fucking heat case, if I come to the island it's probably going to get blown off the face of the earth you know what I mean, so let's just everyone just calm down <laughs> do you know
2: what I mean Yeah. Like uh, it's just, all I need is somebody to talk some sense yeah. into them really aye, yeah. Aye.
0: yeah and they obviously they the It's a misfire in that sense, Gordon. You're not actually the biggest fan of Skyfall, are you? In the sense of Mm. where it sits in this, like you would have it way further down. Nah, I think Skyfall is is rather high for for my liking,
2: really. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough one, Skyfall. I I feel it. Yeah, it's 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 directed. by somebody who's maybe trying to make it like too much of a, maybe trying too hard to make it like a quintessential Bond, but for the for the 20th century, I don't know. It's um, I just I, I feel like um, the villain was a bit of a lighter. There's there's too too much um, throwback, perhaps, mm, like references um,
0: for references' sake, and not. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the
2: ultimate
1: sort of plot hole is the car appearing. And then driving away in the kinda you know, the famous car and you kinda going, and what where did that come into this universe? You know, it just conf- it almost yeah. confuses things as opposed to being like, Oh cool, that's the old car. You know what I mean? It just it just confuses things. But I think for me with Skyfall, it's like those wee things I'm kinda like I was happy just to be like, oh, okay, aye, cool. You know, that didn't it didn't like it wasn't it wasn't like that kinda like, you know, Unbelievable kind of way where it's like, oh, this has stopped me in my tracks. I actually really don't like this. I'm not enjoying this after seeing that sort of wee, you know, flash or the you know the the Easter egg, if you want to call it
2: that, to the old bonds. Um Yeah, I guess you could say. As much as I've criticised Silva, his plot and his motivations made more sense. And Saffin's, I I think. Um, I don't obviously want to get into. Um, I mean, with Skyfall, I suppose i have decided. I'm not. I'm not gonna like yeah. say it's too late for it to bring Skyfall down. But I'm getting. I'm getting the sense of gentlemen here. Um, so me and Scott are thinking like maybe No Time to Die around the sort of ten, eleven, twelve mark. From what I can gather. Um, yourself and Steve, um, maybe around like four five, six. So, are we looking at a halfway house here, where we maybe say no time Dice slides in there, maybe at number eight, or
0: I could go with that. I would go with that. I
3: think it's it's low top ten, but it looks like between us, that's kind of where it's it's fitting in. Mm. Yeah, uh,
2: it's, oh, I would say yeah. Maybe we need an alt, the alt, cause the alt, this is interesting, guys, because uh, been it's, good to have on mm-hmm. to... Well yeah, he would get like I suppose the deciding vote maybe, but um if you it's interesting 'cause Honor Majesty's Secret Service is number eight and it's 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 heavily influenced by Honor Majesty's Secret Service. They've get, and like I said, even I mean for me the the two films have this feel that are maybe unlike all the others. So it's like the ultimate battle is like Which is better out of Majesties and No Time to Die? For me, it's it's No Time to Die. How
1: many times does Bond get blown up in this film?
2: But seriously. Yeah, I said that made during the podcast.
1: Before he actually gets literally blown up, how many times does he get blown up? And he should not be alive. He should not be cognitive. You know what I mean? Alright, so... If, uh, for me, if you uh, for me, I, I think top 10, I, I don't think I would put... I would probably just say it would hit the top 10 and no more. It would hit the 10 mark and no more. And so Skyfall would sit
0: at number 11 then?
1: David Skyfall would kind of push up. But for me, I would have it in between Tomorrow Never Dies and Live and Let Die all day long.
2: Mm.
0: Personally, I would
2: agree, but um, like I said, like reading the room... Yeah, it feels almost too
3: enjoyable. I mean, I'm I'm basically I've just gone back over my old notes from the film. And I did forget about the, the various plot holes, which is ridiculous. I also forgot about Obrichev, mm. who felt very JW Pepper in terms heck, of unnecessary character. <laughs> I have a great wire for you ah. Ham Russian talking of Ham Russian accents so that was okay.
2: yeah that's forgotten um, about him
3: and we we dropped live and let die down I think because of the emergence of JW Pepper so it would kind of make sense if we sort of knocked a couple of points off yeah. uh, no time to die for yeah. that um, but it, I think it otherwise felt far too enjoyable. The modernisations that they made effectively enhanced the film rather than retracted from it. Um, and it just the, the that that third edition of uh, a family member of a child in particular just gave it that immediate sort of additional tension that we haven't seen in a Bond film before. That for me was far too enjoyable to mark down too heavily, which I think from it's me personally, I think looking at my own twenty-four, I think it would slot in at number six in between Honor, Majesties, and Living, Let Die. Um, so we're looking at yeah, we're looking at about six for me. So
0: so you would have it replacing Guard, putting Goldfinger up to seven. So it'd be After the Spy Who Loved Me on this list or our group list.
3: In our list, it would be six or seven. I I don't know if I could put it. I don't know if I could put it ahead of From Russia with Love, actually, because that feels Russia with Love is almost too, also too important a film. To um, I mean, that's a that's a comparison from Russia, and No Time to Die. I mean, that's a whole different comparison, but it, it they feel almost kind of equally as important as each other. So it's 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 either six or seven anyway for me. I think.
1: Yeah. I, oh, by the way, like, by the way, like, in no way am I kicking the film. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, I love the film. Um, so. Yeah, I know I know, I know, I know I kind of sound oh. as if I'm like kind of hampering on. It's just I suppose what I'm doing is kind of focusing on the elements that I didn't think worked so well as maybe Skyfall did. Hence why where it yeah. would go in the ranking. But that's it's still, a, yes. a, that's
0: what a, happens a, when we're comparing uh, films so, to, to get
1: so many to so many good scenes. Um, well, here's here's a question for the for the group then, right? Very just quickly, do you think they should have actually have killed off Bond?
0: I do. Um, as far as I'm concerned, wish, they have. I wish they. No,
1: no, no, no but the, the, the decision ah, oh. to. I see, I see. Aye, the decision to kind of show that scene and, and the, the, the ramifications of, like, well, Daniel Craig's Bond is dead, or if he's not. How not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So you would you would presume that he's dead? Do you think it was a good? Do you think that was?
0: I like a it. good idea. I think knowing the circumstances in this film, um, it's we know it's the last Daniel Craig film. His era has been a continual timeline where they reference each other's plots and things like that. So it makes sense. I mean, in film, the arc to finishing a character is usually the death of the main character. That's like a cinematic trope now, but. It's not been done in an entire 25 saga film, give it, give one film its chance, and with all of the stuff going on, the delays, and and, and sort of the event this film is becoming, knowing Daniel Craig was finishing his tenure, to me, if they're ever going to do it, this is the one to do it, and reboot again anyway.
1: I, on 100%, I think for me though, it's like, it still has to be done... It still has to be done well without it being gimmicky. Well, and I think the the, the caveat that... I
0: would add is they have to earn it. They have to earn it without the film. And they earned killing him. I generally thought it was a bit overly done how they did it. Like the big explosion. The scene, ah, the scene
1: of the music and stuff, aye. aye.
0: Like, I kind of might have wanted I... actually a bit more of a spy's death. He just gets shot like a, a, in the head somehow or something. Mm. Um, but... You know, it's maybe not as grand as maybe some people would think it should be for the, James Bond. The only thing, um, uh, I mean, the only thing for me, it, it, I don't
1: know if it just complicates the the next set of films, though. That's the only thing.
0: Well, for the reboot, Bond,
1: Bond, because Bond, but Bond, Daniel Craig was a reboot, and it's also so self-referential in terms of like the car and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if it just complicates it now, where it's it's like, well, well, bon, Bond, Bond died at the end of. You know what I mean? Like, how do they? How did they do it?
0: People might not be as excited about another reboot, similar to the way people were about Spider-Man when the th- the next reboot of Spider-Man, the third version of the character, came out in cinemas. There might not be less energy for it. And it depends on casting, it depends on tone, how they do it, and it's. Oh, uh,
1: no, 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 no. But... I, 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 I want it. I, I want the next reboot. I want to know where it goes. What I'm saying is, is that I'm just, I'm just worried in case it complicates it, because then if they start to reference. Well. I mean, old Bond would... again, and that reboot—it's like, mm, but he—he died, died at the end of no time to die. You know where I does mean, that fit? They, they, just...
0: They'll do it in a like typical Bond way, where it's only um, incidental references. Sometimes where someone opens a drawer and there's like the pen from Goldeneye in it, so only. Mm. It's a reference to a timeline of Bond that doesn't exist in this Bond's timeline, but it's for fans to get, hey look, there's the pin! But like, like it kind of it's an incidental thing, it shouldn't impact the plot, they should focus on their new story with new things and not looking back to the past that can be a problem. As Gordon says about Skyfall, uh, they seem to do it a little too much for his liking, which is kind of the impression I got from you anyway. Ah, yeah, Yeah, could have been
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, I I would just go with the theme song. Skyfall's got a better theme song than No Time to Die. Um... Sing the No Time to Die theme song. (laughs) You don't know it, do you? Sing the Skyfall. I just wouldn't dare. Let the
3: Skyfall.
1: I don't know. I don't know the No Time to Die.
2: (laughs) Uh, I uh, I mean, it's in keeping with the mood of the film. Yeah, it fits the film. But it's uh, it's not a really quotable one. No. And it's too like Spectre, the Sam Smith song.
1: Uh, do you know what I was going? To, I was going to make a joke about Goldeneye's theme song being bad, but I just can't. Uh, I can't even commit to that because I love the Goldeneye theme yeah. song. Yeah, uh, I can't even. I, I can't even be. It. I can't even be sarcastic when I'm dishing on Tina. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You just, you just can't. You just can't dish Tina. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Ah, right. Okay. So if the consensus could be reached, I would go eight on Her Majesty's. Uh, would be pushed up, but how controversial would that be? Could could we agree, first of all, that it, it is ahead of Live and Let Die then?
1: Well, why don't we? Cause, uh, I mean, yes. as I say, I, I wasn't part of the, the full project, so you guys have been on like a proper like, journey, um, and I think Fran's been on it as well. But why don't you just put it in the top ten, and then obviously the next time we get together, and if Fran's on, we can say, listen...
0: <laughs> part two to the rank to part continue part two to of, the, of the No Time to Die um, ranking. uh. Uh, I'd rather just get we make a decision I mean if if you think just it gets into the top 10 yeah I can maybe go with it not so much that I I do think it's better than Dr. No from Russia with love and her Majesty's in some ways but their importance to the franchise might be um might be the thing that can I can be accept uh Going above Skyfall is, and it's Skyfall is the one that I, I I honestly struggle with which one is better because I've got Skyfall higher, probably, probably about then as well
1: actually. So I mean Skyfall's got fucking Komodo dragons in it. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Could we? What wildlife wild is no time to die got in it?
0: Mm. Okay, Steve. Steve, how would you feel about us putting in no time to die at ten then? I
3: think looking at it, it? yeah, I think I'm I'm looking at it now ten. Definitely nine or ten. I don't think I could put it above on her majesty's actually, come to think of it. Right. Um it could it could fight with Doctor No. I think it's above Skyfall anyway. Okay. So, so if it was in it at number ten, pushing Skyfall up, I could I could easily go with that, yes.
0: Uh Doctor No then, does anyone think it could beat Doctor No? No, I, th-
3: I, I
1: absolutely think, I not. Think, I think ten <laughs>
0: Emphatically not. For me, I think ten You've is a compromise
1: for me. Yeah. 10 would be a compromise
0: for me okay (laughs) I think we'll do number 10 no time to die then that is the final ranking sorry Skyfall you've been pushed out the top 10
1: Uh, not even that it's like you you talk about themes so I mean live and let die easily easily potentially the best yeah
3: Yeah.
0: 100% and it's probably the best theme song in that category but that ain't gonna make the whole film (sighs) make Sing No Time to Die theme song. But that's the- <laughs> Sing it. It's a two
1: hour, five minute film. <laughs> the song's like two minutes. Please, know it. You don't even know it. Sing, Live, and Let Die. Right. When you, know you were young and you You know, I can just. just, on you, that, just... We're going to end the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you. We will be back in a month's time to talk more new films. Join us then on the usual venues uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify check the website out, SoundCloud, all those things, Capiche Filmcast, k a p e s h Capiche Online is the website, and check out our written articles as well, I will write something up with the summary of the Bond films now fully ranked with No Time To Die included in the top 10, and that, uh, is that, that's, that's for just now, so we'll uh, finish this and everyone can enjoy the rest of our Sunday night, I will hopefully have this up soon, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you and good night. Bye.